0: Come away
1: Welcome to Screen Review Time Warp. I'm Tyson, and I'm Andrew and I'm Zach. And here is where we talk about the past, present and future of all things, TV and movies. So kicking us off today in the past?
2: Zach, nice old one for us.: Yeah, 1992 This is unforgiven. So Unforgiven is directed and stars Clint Eastwood, <laughs> Morgan Freeman, Gene Hackman and Richard Harris, the man himself. Mm. It was also mm. written by David Webb Peoples. He also co-wrote Blade Runner and 12 Monkeys, fun. Oh, wow. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So Very Unforgiven, what is it about? It follows yeah. an old retired west gunslinger, William William, sorry, Money, who reluctantly takes one last job with the help of his old partner and a young man. So William Money is portrayed by Clint Eastwood, mm-hmm. and his old partner is Morgan Freeman. Mm. Now, interesting. This is this is widely regarded by the film community, if you want to call it a community industry, yep. if you will, um, as the kind of last great western hmm. for the genre. Yeah, that's okay. what they're calling it. They 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 really think that it's um the one that. They call it an epilogue, almost. Like, it really wrapped up the genre, because yeah. we don't see nearly any no. Western films mm-hmm.
0: now. Um, Westerns are dead.
2: Oh, yeah. With the alternative,
0: like, jago and Chang. Well, I, I, think I
1: think it's that. interesting. Well, just on that, uh, I think part of the Western genre is that old style of filming. Yeah. Mm. You know and why they did Westerns? Tell
0: us. They were cheap. Well, yeah. They were affordable to do, and you could still get a good story and good actors, mm. but the sets and everything were cheap to do.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, carrying on. Yeah, this film is such an such a callback to those old western films of the 60s, 70s. Think yeah. Fistful of Dollars, Good mm-hmm. Bad and the Ugly, all those um Sergio Leone films which Clint Eastwood credited as um was one of his mentors for this film. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the credits it says um loving memory of. Mm-hmm. Um but while it isn't it is like a callback to that genre, it is very Slow and melodic in its pace and storytelling. Yeah. So it definitely takes its time. You know, the action sequences here are extremely tense. Like when they get to it. Yeah. Really tense. You know, it's over in at least five seconds. How long was this movie? As in, like the it's two hours and time. ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. Hmm. But um, Eastwood, who made his Hollywood career out of starring in these films such yeah. as this little, um Dollars and Good, bad, Man, Ugly, he crafts this film. From the director's chair with such such love and such respect yep every shot here he's just been carefully considered it's quite actually interesting because the opening shot of the film and the closing shot of the film are almost identical but there's just some different movements and text rolls up the same way oh, wow. it's it's just it's very pretty to look at and yeah um even it's well acted throughout i mean mm. They're all characters that Gene Hackman, Morgan Freeman, Clint Eastwood—they've all played before. Yeah. You know, Clint Eastwood is that redemptive kind of Western hero. He did some bad things in the past, and now yeah. he's looking to redeem himself. What a yeah. classic Western hero's journey! <laughs> um, but the way they kind of serve the story is really interesting here. You know, you've got the similar themes of like heroism, or friendship, mm. that type of thing. Okay. Um, look, I just really loved it for what it was. Melodic is how I, how I describe this film. Okay. It takes its time. But there's, there's a sense of beauty to it. There's a sense yeah. like, while he's a callback, he's offering something new and refreshing. Like, it's, it's different. I, it definitely holds the test of time better, I think, personally, yeah. than the old Westerns. Mm. It's interesting. I, I'm not,
1: I have this weird kind of like love-hate relationship with Westerns. In one, one regard, I like the style of them. Mm. But in the other regard, I'm kind of like I, the cowboy of like this guy who's just, you know, one last shot at redemption and mm, yeah like in the trailer how um clint eastwood the unforgiven he's like firing off with a pistol and then he comes back with a shotgun yeah <laughs> and like just blows it away it's that so there's yeah this one kind of like i think it's stylized it looks great and then like on the other hand you got all these yeah these people being just well cowboys yeah. yeah um but that being said i haven't seen unforgiven this one mm. does look really really good and it did pick up
2: four academy awards i was mm. reading yes best um, picture best yep. director best editing and best, best supporting um, actor, yeah, for Gene, Gene Hackman. Hackman. Yeah. Um, also, um, look, I'm no aficionado when it comes to western films, <laughs> but this is it places a lot of emphasis on reflection. This yep. film, the dude reflecting on his past actions, even him and Morgan Freeman, like what we did back in the day. Um, and it puts greater emphasis on the characters and the character journey, which is very well written and very well acted. You know, because I feel like some of the older western films, um, there was. The action in them, like, that was definitely what you went to see when you go to a Western film. You go for those yeah. really tense, groundbreaking at the time, standoff scenes. Yeah. You know, you've got the guitar on. Sorry, what's the instrument? The whistle? Banjo. One of those.
1: One of those.
0: I don't know if there was an instrument. That was there? Oh, look at the old Maltharoonie. Mouth, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm,
1: look,
2: it's a fancy word for whistling. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure there you, was. But do you think. Sorry, gone. I was just going to say, interesting fact that the scripts for this film. Actually floated around in Hollywood since 1976. Wow. wow! So it's interesting that at 92 they considered it to offer something fresh to the genre. Yeah, yeah. it
0: won. It won um, its four Academy Awards, but then it had like another 43 wins and another 37 nominations. Yeah, like wow. for just around various awards. Second. Yeah, yeah just like Golden Globes, the Baftas, yeah. and oh,
2: it is pretty. Um, I was actually surprised when I first watched this film. It caught it opens quite. Like it's quite a striking opening content-wise, because mm. the whole premise revolves around um, basically um, a prostitute in a brothel gets her face cut up by this cowboy, yeah. Um, who has a small pecker, and she laughs, and um, he just starts cutting her up, and then the prostitutes put out a bounty on them, basically, and that's yeah. kind of the story. Yeah. But I'll because I had no idea that was the story. I just read yeah. the IMDb synopsis, and I was like, yeah. yeah. "Flip!" That's like it definitely is a lot more graphic than the um, older Western
0: film. I think from. that's the thing I struggled with because I didn't see. The reason for him coming out of retirement for it, like, it didn't really affect him in any way. Mm,
2: like, he's little, just this little kind of um, like, upstart kid, just like, I want yeah. you to come for a
0: job. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. you know? And then he, yeah. you know, does the ultimate adventure. Mm. Interesting.
1: Do you think, mm. do you think that as Australians, there is an element of the Western that we are missing, given that we aren't from the United States? Like...
0: It's just, it's a different culture here, isn't it? Well, that's, well, that's, that's what, what I was going say. Yeah, I don't they have think... the big open plains and we've got yeah. the bush. Yeah, the like
1: bush. I, I, I wonder, is it just something <laughs> that Kimberley. we, it's harder for us to connect with because it's not part of our, yeah, our physical landscape, but also mm-hmm. our like our cultural identity and things yeah, like that. Look,
2: I would I would agree with, would that. Agree with that. You yep. don't see a whole lot of Australian westerns, and no. the, the, the Australian films set in the outback usually revolve around kind of um indigenous communities yeah, and exactly. whatnot, and like kind of rodeos yeah. and stuff like that. Which there are some fantastic lovers.
1: like yeah. and even our um even the Australian movies that that do revolve around like horses, for instance, mm-hmm. like a key staple of western um the western genre. Like it doesn't. Have that kind of, yes, yeah, small town band. I don't know. Maybe it's just, I, I find it, it harder have the to identify with. Yeah. yeah, okay.
2: We yeah. just yeah. never had communities like that yeah. here yeah. in Australia. Um. There is a genre. Yeah, that's yeah. plenty still. They're a genre. Yeah. You either like the genre or you don't. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm a bit hit or miss, but you know. interesting. Yeah, that was my film. Unforgiven. Definitely give it a watch. It's slow, but it's melodic. There you go. Mm. Mm. There you go.
1: There you go. All right, well, um, I'm going to bring us forward to a film, or actually not a film, a TV series that is far closer to our present. Mm. Uh, It started in 2016, Mm -hmm. um, and it is uh, continuing on at the moment. Um, It is a series made by the ABC, not to be confused with the American ABC, but the (laughs) Australian Broadcasting Commission, and it is called Clever Man. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I am a big fan of this series yeah yep. the the very basic synopsis of it is this um so in indigenous australia there were these people called the Harries, or they were that's what they're colloquial colloquially let me try it again that's just what they're known as the hairy people um and the idea is that they are essentially this kind of um super-powered race kind of thing so they essentially look for all intents and purposes like indigenous Australians, but they live for hundreds of years. They are super fast. They're super strong. Um, and the way they kind of get identified is that they grow hair all over their body, yeah. which means if they are, if they want to hide, they basically just shave most of it off and mm-hmm. they can look kind of like a indigenous Australian. Mm. But what happens? And now I'm going to, first of all, admit I am not indigenous Australian. I, may not get all of this correct, but I'm going to try my hardest. The guy who made this series, mm-hmm. um, Ryan Griffin, and John Bell also as well, they, uh, he made it because he's a big comic book fan. Yeah. And he has a young boy, and his, um, his boy was like, oh, why aren't there... Oh, sorry, not his young boy. He said, why aren't there any Aboriginal heroes that my son can identify with? Yeah. Mm. And so he's like... Well, I'll make one. Yeah. Mm. So he made this series, and it is also being turned into a comic book series as well at the awesome. moment. Mm. Um, awesome. But yeah, it takes this idea that in Indigenous communities or Indigenous culture, there is someone who is the clever man. Yeah. And now this obviously is different depending on which Indigenous culture you're kind of going with, but essentially there is a clever man, and he kind of is the, the law master, and he's kind of like the elder. Yeah. Mm. Um, in this it series, seems- uh, uh, well, not exactly. More like, so you've got to chew A chief, and then you'll have, like, the elder who's kind of there, could be their mentor or things like that. Um, Now, in this series, the Clever Man Mm. is essentially bestowed with these powers given from um, their ancestors and spirits and things like that. And so, what happens is that the main character, um, Cohen West, who's played played by Hunter Page Lockhart, he becomes the Clever Man Mm. because his uncle passes away, Mm -hmm. and he essentially gets thrust in the middle of this conflict <laughs> because the hairy people are similar to, like, apartheid. They are, like, closed off. They're in this community where yeah. the government basically kills them. And yeah. they are... It's mm. a very... It, so, it, it deals with all these issues of racism and um segregation and things like that. And he basically becomes their uh, messiah, okay. kind of. Okay. Now, yeah, it's this... The only criticism I have of this series is that it is a little slow moving. Okay. Yeah. So there's six episodes in the first season, there's six episodes in the second season, and it feels like at the end of the first season, you're just kind of getting into it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Um, but that being said, it is very well crafted and you end up with this Australian superhero genre that's based around indigenous culture and deals with all these political mm. um, ideas of uh, freedom of the press and um, genetic engineering oh, okay. and segregation and discrimination. And it's really, really good. Really, really interesting series. I highly, highly recommend yeah. it. You've yeah. told me about this yeah. Oh, yeah. like quite a few times. I've, I haven't
2: gone around to watching it, unfortunately. but It
1: is, it is really good. I would mm. You can get it on ABC iview. So if you go on there, you if can you're just, Australian, Yes, if you are Australian. Otherwise, yeah. you can... On, uh,
2: actually, it is... New Zealand.
1: Now, yeah. I... I may not be correct in this, but I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix US. Is it? Yes. Yeah. It's not on Australian Netflix because obviously it's owned by the ABC and so it's on ABC yeah. iView, but yeah. I think in America it was picked up by Netflix the US. Um, this series was highly anticipated. They were renewed for a second season before mm. the first episode had even aired. Wow. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, and I actually was really glad when this came out because ABC lost the rights to all the BBC yes. um, stuff a, while, a few years back and- a lot of people are like, oh my goodness, ABC is just going to collapse because that was what was drawing it. But instead, what they did is they took all that money for licensing and they've invested it into all this original content. Mm. Yeah, good. And they're now coming out with some amazing series, mm. um, one, of, one of which is Cleverman. And mm. so, yeah, highly recommend it. It's mm. got great cast, great yep. idea, great yep. acting. It's kind of a mix of sci-fi, superhero genre. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Yeah, Check there it out.
0: Huh, interesting. Yeah, there, there, there you, you go. go. I like that. Well, what I'm bringing to the table is very recent. Yep, mm. 2017, the year we are already in. Yep, but I think it was earlier Is on in the year bum- when it came yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Netflix series called Ozark. Mm. So, do you yeah. two heard about this? Know much I've about it?
2: Watched about half of it. Half of it. Oh, I, I didn't, didn't know you'd see watch it. half of it. Yeah, I haven't seen all of it. Yeah, um, I didn't see
1: any of it at all because I actually thought it was a horror when I saw the poster. <laughs> it does. Because, it does have got an got a, element. It's got yeah. a crow kind of on the poster and then it's got this, it says Ozark and it's got like a line through the Z and just the feel of it. I was like, I, that sounds like a horror and literally yeah. just didn't look into it. Yeah. And it's it literally right
0: about it. nothing like a horror. Yeah. Mm. So literally a Chicago-based financial advisor secretly relocates his family to the Missouri Ozarks where he is dealing with the drug cartel and everything's going awry? Awry. Awry.
3: Yeah. Awry. 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 Yep.
0: So literally mm. it starts with him with his partner in Chicago, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman, he's also, I think he was the creator of this show and he directs quite a lot of the episodes as well, which is- And produced as and well. And produced. It was, honestly, it was such a good show, mm. especially the ones, the sh- episodes he directed, I really thoroughly enjoyed those episodes. Mm-hmm. And then when, obviously when the director changed, I did feel the dynamic shift Yeah, okay. a little bit. So I definitely prefer Jason Bateman's episodes mm. as opposed to some of the others. Yeah. But yeah, it starts off with him in Chicago with his partner Mm. talking about how good life is Mm. and they want to buy these new offices and stuff like that. And his partner says to him like, once we've done setting these other offices up, we should go down to the Ozarks and just take all the money because it's going to be really easy. A lot of holiday people go there during the summer, really easy to get into business, take the money for ourselves. Mm. Fast forward a couple of hours in their time and next thing you know, they're all tied up in a factory. With this cartel boss, who's obviously been helping them mm. launder his money, making mm. them rich, making him rich, and someone's stolen some money. Yeah. And everyone, except for Jason Bateman, gets killed, mm. dumped in little barrels and ah. taken away. Fantastic. Mm. And in a last ditched effort, this piece of paper falls out of his pocket, which his partner gave him. And he's like, Ozarks, Ozark, let me tell you about the Ozark. And he pitches in this whole idea, mm-hmm. and the drug cartel leader kind of lets him live. Mm. It's like, you need to double that investment. Yeah. As soon as you can, otherwise yeah. you're dead. Mm. So literally within a day, he moves his whole family down there and he has to relocate everything. And from the second they get there, he's going to businesses saying, "Let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. Let me make the business better." And that's where the show go- continues on from there.
1: Mm. Sorry, so the the cartel wanted to go to the Ozarks to make yeah make yeah. their money because back. there's more. Yeah.
0: They, the, the catchphrase was, "There's more coastline in the Ozarks than the California coast." Okay. Yeah, because of the beachfronts on this big, huge yeah. river and stuff it's just, like Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So a lot of Okay, because uh, when I originally read this, I thought yeah. it
1: was he was hiding from no, them no, there. No, no, no. He's, he's that gonna, that he's was his pitch, like, ah, let me go gotcha.
0: there and make you more money yeah. for the money that's been stolen. Because that'd yeah. be put in a barrel, yeah. a little concrete barrel. Yeah, okay.
1: That explains a lot, because I was yeah. wondering, when I was watching this trailer, I was kind of like, Wait, how come everyone else is dying, but he's okay? Yeah, yeah. Because when you... So, full warning, if this is a... MA rated movie. It is very MA. TV oh, sorry, T V series. Yeah. It, it is, is very, very MA. The, MA. <laughs> the trailer shows you like seven people dying in yeah. it. Like it's very intense. It's just yeah. really realistic
2: in its portrayal of yeah. um cartels yeah. deal with people. Yeah. And it's I reckon it's emphasized Greater, but it's got a very muted um, mm. color palette or color tone, color gray, mm. whatever you want yeah. to call it. It's very think Christopher Nolan. It's very, yeah. it's very darkish, darkish. Um, yeah, oh, sorry, muted gray, kind yeah. of muted blue type.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. The middle of the day still looks like there's shadows everywhere. Yeah, right? exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: yeah. But like even once they get to the Ozarks, everything starts to unravel. There's drug dealers there, people who run the Ozarks with their drugs as well, mm. and now he's interfering with yeah. their business progress and stuff like that. Mm. So the show really does just intertwine all the stories with the kids, with the wife. And, you know, mm. even the wife was a big, huge thing. She was cheating on him.
2: Mm. Type by Laura Dern. Laura Dern,
0: yeah. And, like, he finds that out. And there's this one scene which shook me where he's watching because he's filmed his wife having yes. know, relations with another man. Mm. And he sat behind her watching it on his laptop and she's talking to him, looking over the laptop. I was like, that's messed up.
2: Wow. <laughs> to just be
0: talking to your wife and have that yeah, playing in front of to you. To be honest,
2: there is even in the first episode. Mm. There was a, there's a similar scene to that where he's talking to um, some customers and he's just watching an interesting video.
0: Yeah, you think he's just watching a little bit of porn. Yeah, but it's, just, it's not. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um. So definitely, like, kind of full bear warning for yeah. any younger listeners. And listener. even like yeah. somehow
0: how some of these people get killed. Yeah, it's it's oh, fucking intense. Graphic.
2: <laughs> my some of my fam- so my family members who watch this, particularly mm. um my father, he had to. He could only watch at least one episode a day because it was just too much for him. Yeah, wow. Just cause just the content, and, and he's yeah. he's like he's fairly seasoned to like this yeah. kind of stuff. It was just like it's just too realistic. It's yeah. just too yeah. Yeah.
1: I find that so interesting, considering, and we were talking about this just before Jason Bateman's directorial debut was for a comedy movie. Even yeah. his comedy
2: background. Arrested yeah, development, exactly. And that's what, what I'm thinking. He, he just,
0: horrible bosses. You just think comedy this is when where you I Jason you. Bateman. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. And so I was I was very thrown because, as I said, first of all, I thought it was a horror. And then I saw that it was Jason Bateman. And then I find out that it's this dark, gritty, like, crime thriller. Yeah. You're kind of like, I was really thrown around. It's like, oh, okay. So, yeah, it's it's very interesting. Like, maybe...
0: It definitely grabs you, like... Once I started watching, I was like, I'll give this a go because I keep seeing it everywhere. Every time I come onto Netflix, mm. it's there. So I'll it's watch it. Typical, yeah. And then you mm. know, 10 episodes deep, and I'm like, when, when's the next season? <laughs> Which well, it has been renewed for as well. Yes, it has been renewed mm. for. So is that next year it. or is that two years? I, I, to be line? honest, I don't know. I can't remember. But I remember okay. seeing that. It was like, yeah, been yeah, well, so, it's like, yep, being renewed. Yes. Well,
1: it's only got one month to come out for this year. So I would yeah, it won't be it's this probably year. next year. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Unless good, they spring it on us by like tomorrow. Maybe. Fast-tracked.
1: Although I have that found that Netflix have done that is. a lot. Mm. You're kind of like, oh, I wonder when The is coming out. Oh, it's coming out next week. Yeah. Boom. Oh, Okay, there it is. <laughs> Here it is. Mm.
0: Cool. Okay. All right. I'm On to the, th- present
1: the present now. On to the present. On to one of the, the most highly anticipated movies of the year, I would dare say.
0: It was highly anticipated. Yes, the it was. The
1: Justice League. Mm. So. Justice. Again, we will stick with a non-spoiler um, take to begin with, and then we will give you full warning when we start. Spoiling a bit of this movie Yep I want to start off and say that Should we
0: give the premise of the movie? Actually
1: yeah Sorry that's a yeah. good point Why don't you start with that Andrew?
0: Oh I don't have it in front no, of me no. you, got your, you got your tablet
1: um, Okay so The official <laughs> The good official the synopsis Pan, Kind of given at the moment Is Fueled by his restored faith in humanity And inspired by Superman's Selfless act Bruce Wayne enlists the help Of his newfound ally Diana Prince Wonder Woman To face an even greater enemy Together, Batman and Wonder Woman work quickly to find and recruit a team of metahumans to stand against this newly awakened threat. Mm. But despite the formation of this unprecedented league of heroes, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash, it may already be too late to save the planet from an assault of catastrophic proportions. That's a long synopsis,
0: far out. Yeah. First problem with that, Cyborg and Aquaman are not metahumans.
1: That's well... Let's not, not get too comic book yeah. Again, yeah. All right. Um... So, I going to first of all, oh. I, I'm going to start. I'm going to say this.
2: Oh, it's, part I, the, it's part of the DCEU. Sorry oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Saying? It is part of the DCEU. The DC
1: Comics Extended Universe. Yeah.
2: yeah. For anyone. Which, at the moment,
1: consists of Man of Steel, uh, Batman versus Superman, yep. Dawn of Justice, uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, sorry. Yep, that's right. Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and now Justice League. And so, it,
2: so many films. The like... pipeline.
1: Yes. And well, I'm, I'm going to get to that in a second. Mm. But it does not yeah. include Chris Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, nope. Nope. or any. It doesn't include any of the TV series universe nope. either. The CW nope. like Arrow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so what's on. known as the Arrowverse, it's a separate universe. Yeah, they are not mixed. It's just the movie universe. Right.
2: So, I, I liked it. What do you think? I did as well. I found this film was enjoyable. It was fun yep. to watch. I had fun watching this film. Look, that could be biased towards, since I am a DC Comics fan, yep. and I do mm. enjoy bringing these characters, um, seeing these characters brought to life, yep. Yeah, but I still thought it was an enjoyable film, with some flaws that I've picked up personally. That, that's, well,
0: that's the best way to
2: describe it. Well, that's what I was
1: going to say. I'm, yeah. I'm probably going to give a lot of critique of things I don't like about this movie, but yeah. I want to be very upfront and saying, mm. I still enjoyed this movie, yeah. and I would see it again, and I would... I'm probably going to buy it well, when it comes out. I've mm. seen it twice now. Yeah, mm.
2: yeah. Well,
0: so, I, I definitely enjoyed it. It's just the same thing as always with these DC movies. I have my qualms with it.
1: Yeah. Mm. Let's start perhaps with a bit of background. This movie, obviously, it's very highly anticipated. Partly mm. because Avengers and the Marvel Universe has been do- doing so well. Mm. DC then obviously launched the idea of bringing in the DC EU and starting all that. Yep. They've been working very quickly, but then this particular film. It was originally helmed by Zack Snyder, yep, who also did the uh, two previous Superman movies, Yep, Man of Steel and Batman he, versus yes, Superman. Yeah. Yep. Um, however, close to or when they were going into reshoots, about yeah. March, about yeah. March. That's right. Zack Snyder stepped down. He had unfortunately had a death in his family, and he mm. and his wife, who is his production partner, um, both took some time out because yep. they said that you know family is more important, which yeah. I 100% agree with. Like oh, yeah, good he's, for doing that. Dora committed suicide. That's right. So, so at that point, Joss Whedon took over this movie. Mm. Um, He was in charge of all the reshoots. He took Mm. over the directing. Mm. He also did a bit of screenwriting for it as well. He did, yeah. So, you have this weird mix of like a Zack Snyder-esque film that's also got a lot of Joss Whedon components in it as well, and- then there was also a bit of talk of they were doing a lot more reshoots than they originally anticipated. A lot of the scenes in a fair amount of scenes in the trailer aren't even in the movie, yep. and so there's a bit kind of back and forth of what really happened yeah. here.
0: Yeah, mm. and a lot of digitally removing mustaches.
1: Yes, that's right. Henry Cavill <laughs> um, had grown a mustache for Mission Impossible, a new Mission Impossible movie. And in the reshoots, he already had it, so they had to digitally contract- take it off his face. it
2: off. Like what a flippin' bad move by Paramount. Like that, yeah. that
0: was them just having some fun. Well, like how hard it.
2: is it to buy a mustache and put it on his face? Like yeah, you have the flippin' money to do yeah. so. Also,
0: or how long me. is it going to take
1: him to grow a mustache? Yeah. Like yeah. seriously? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like. Paramount executives are just the
0: laughing. That looking at yeah, it, like, yeah. the reviews. thing that bothered me yeah. most about that was there was so much controversy about it anyway. And it, in the very first scenes, him being filmed on a phone, and you can clearly tell that thing's been digitalized. Mm. It's just like, oh, yeah. you could have just mm. saved it for a little bit later in the movie, not yeah. straight off the bat.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But should we, all right, let's get into some actual non spoiler discussion. Yeah. Yep. What I really enjoyed was, I think, the biggest strength of this film is the characters, the way they portrayed, the chemistry, and potentially what is being set up for the future. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed everybody's performance. I agree. Cyborg, uh, look, probably, I really enjoyed Cyborg probably the Cyborg most. Cyborg was
0: good. I did enjoy his That's performance. That's interesting.
2: Me coming into the film, I was like, Cyborg it's could be, be meh. <laughs> well, he could be the disposable one of the group, Yeah, considering that Ray Fisher hasn't done a film before, he nope. came from stage. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed him the most. Yeah. I thought um Jason Momoa, Carl Drogo as Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome. Oh, yeah. It was a yep. lot of fun to watch. He was um, funny. He was funny. And he wasn't just one liners like Ah yeah. man. Yeah. Alright. Like he just wasn't <laughs> like those, like some people have been referring to him as Aqua Bro. Yeah. Aqua Bro. Like yeah. <laughs> but um to be honest, I'll get this the spoiler review. Um his his arc is quite interesting. Yeah. And the the way he portrayed him um with such kind of because
0: um, he could be such a serious character if they wanted him to be, but he, he has a bit of enjoyment to himself. He does.
2: And then Ezra Miller as the Flash was really enjoyable as well. Comedic, I feel he, was, mm. he was a bit... Some spots I feel like he was a bit more Wally West than Barry Allen in terms yeah. of the Flashes, yeah. but I still feel like he has the heart to bring
0: Barry Allen like that yeah. kind of front mm. in yeah. his character.
1: Mm. One thing that I... Kind of like my m- main critique with this... Do we want to
0: do the critique now or do we want to...
1: Well, this is a a spoiler-free critique part at the moment. Cool. So they are introducing a lot of Of characters characters. like not
0: Not just like characters are like, oh, this is so-and-so. It's like, this is the Flash. This is Aquaman.
1: And they've got to like... So, yeah, you bring in Aquaman, the Flash, and Cyborg, Mm. which is three of the six of them. Yeah. (laughs) All within this one movie, and the movie is only two hours long.
0: Yep, mm, that's yep. including credits. Yeah, now I I,
1: yep. I know some people are like, oh, thank goodness we don't have a three-hour long movie. Think I you don't... Done with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, like, in order to set this premise, to build a team, to introduce three characters, to have the whole movie wrapped up, that is not... That's a lot of ground to cover in not a whole lot of time. I think it could have benefited from being longer, or by maybe having a few of these characters introduced previously. Yeah.
2: Yes, but by having them introduced previously, that's just that's just Warner Brothers fault because they were yeah. like we want to play catch up to Marvel. We don't, yeah. we don't have 5 years to spend on solo movies before we can do a Justice League team up because who knows? Mm. It could just go the way of the western genre and superhero films die out because they're just all too similar.
0: I think there's just too much money wrapped in up mm. in it for it to mm. die out unfortunately.
2: Being said though, while mm. I did want a little bit more Deve- um, not development Like being int- introduced To the characters Just more no story behind them I did want a bit more depth Particularly with Aquaman's character yeah, yeah I feel like the film Was paced fine For that two hour I feel like mm. Once And I, I've seen it twice oh. now the, um, the first time when The first time I saw this film The first Like when they were Introducing all the characters I thought that was A little choppy I was like Come well, on let's just get to it yeah. yeah Second time I saw it I thought it breezed by I thought yeah. it actually. Okay like, yeah, look, I just wanted more. Yeah. yeah. Just more.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think there was anything wrong with the pacing. In fact, I think that is, considering how much they had to do, I think the pace of how they did it was actually perfect. I would yeah. agree with you there. Yeah. It's just that when, because you've introduced all these characters... um and this is what I think we were talking about after we had seen it, Andrew, is that you, when it got to Avengers, you had all these solo movies. And so when there was this big moment with one particular character, you already had that connection with them. Mm, you're invested. No, yeah. But then when you've got this big moment with say, you know, the flash or cyborg, it's like, well, like I only met you an hour ago. Yeah. So there Why do I that, care? Yeah. It, well, not so much. Why do I care? Cause you're still kind of like, yeah, you know, you're teamed up and it's all yeah. wonderful, but it's, I don't have that connection of like, ah, this is a great moment for you because we haven't had the background with it. And that that is one of the biggest concerns. Now, obviously, you have Warner Brothers is trying to play catch-up, but I wonder, one of the things I really liked about Man of Steel and then Batman versus Superman is that, to me, it's... And look, I still stand by (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Batman versus Superman was... You liked but No, I I didn't (laughs) mind it. I didn't mind it. It wasn't the best, but... yeah. there yeah. were some standout scenes. Exactly.
0: Oh, there were some phenomenal scenes.
1: And there were some big flaws. But anyway, <laughs> it still seemed like they were taking the time to craft a, a good film. Mm. And it felt like this, and it feels now they're still trying, like, okay, so this is why people like it. We still have this kind of feel to it, but we need to get the things done quickly, so let's kind of step up the pace a bit. Yeah. yeah. What just, do you think? Would you agree with that? Or do you I think I'm yeah, not, being or, yeah, a bit that,
2: picky? No, that's definitely... The I whole
0: mean, Warner Brothers is trying to play catch-up, I think that's a little, just a little bit of a cop-out. They've got the money. There's no reason yeah. that they can't take the time. I Because we care enough about these characters. They do, but I yeah. just
2: think from a business perspective, yeah, obviously yes. a business I just perspective, don't think, they just yeah. don't want the market just to dry up. Because who knows, like, by 2020, you know, people might not be interested in superhero films anymore. Yeah. It's getting that You go and wash your mouth out. No, I'm just, <laughs> hypothetically, I'm, yeah, just, no, I I'm totally just saying... Yeah, I totally agree. Because <laughs> here's the thing mainstream audiences are the ones that are going to pull in the big bucks for these companies. Yeah. Yeah. Niche audiences, like comic book fans, um, they're not as sustainable as your everyday cinema goer. Yeah. Which I think is where this film falters a little bit. It caters extremely well to DC fans. Yeah. To mainstream audiences, however, when you're trying to connect with these characters, yeah. I think is where they will find some problems. Some well, yeah, the
0: There room. was definitely a lot of little throwaway things in the movie that as hardcore DC fans, mm. you're just like, did he just say dark side? Where, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. a general movie would be like, huh? Yeah. Who that? Or even just connecting to the characters.
2: I yeah. feel like I was so much more... Um, I was so much more easier... Sorry, I don't have good grammar. Um, <laughs> I was able to connect with the characters so much more because um, I'm invested in them, like, through comics, through a TV show, yes. through, like, video games. Like, yeah. I just like these characters enough already and when I saw them being portrayed I'm like this is awesome they're yeah. doing a really great job mm. but if you're someone who has I mean if you know oh Batman's in a Justice League oh so is Wonder Woman so yeah. Superman But oh, have, who are these other people oh like- Flash is a TV show who's Cyborg who's Aquaman is- yeah. doesn't yeah. he like control fish with blonde hair like yeah. you know like yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <exactly. laughs> is it Super Friends no Super um, friend.
1: I yeah. do think what you're saying though that idea of um, the superhero genre becoming a bit uh not stale, but we're, we're getting a bit. We're getting used to it. Mm. If this movie had come out like, you know, ten years ago, yeah, w- or you know, fifteen years ago, which it
2: potentially could have,
1: we yeah. would have gone bonkers for this exact same movie. But look oh, at yeah.
0: look at how much we enjoyed, you know, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin because there was I nothing mean, speak, out of that. Speak time. for yourself, mate. <laughs> <laughs> when you were younger, you enjoyed that movie. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I loved it. because uh, no, there yeah. was nothing like that out there. Mm. So you're just like, oh my goodness, soak me with it. But now. So- <laughs> But now it's just like, how on earth did we even sit through that? You yeah. Know? But that's all that they were delivering at the time. So at the time it was yeah. gra- groundbreaking.
1: And I think we are, because we're spoiled with such great superhero movies at the moment, mm. it does mean that we look at this with a harsher lens. Yes. But that being said, I still like it. And I think I, my personal takeaway is that I am more excited for what DC oh, has in the pipeline because definitely. of this movie. not so much that I was excited like not so much that I was happy about this movie or oh, sorry I was happy about this movie but
2: yeah.
1: yeah this movie I was like this is great but because of what you've shown me I'm now more excited oh, about what's to come
2: totally that's a big yeah. point for me I'll get to it. Yeah, do mm. so we want to spoilers now is yes this so spoiler, we'll get
1: into a uh, spoiler mm. uh, zone at the spoiler moment territory. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. so if you haven't seen this yet and you want to uh, pause this and come back a bit later yep. so Steppenwolf Steppenwolf that CGI mess.
2: That, what? Yeah. You're like... Uh, okay, so... No,
1: hang on. Think about it. Think about what he looked like. No, no, That no, was no. not the greatest CGI.
2: <laughs> well, I actually beg to div, I think... Really? To be honest, I think the CGI, apart from Henry Cavill's moustache yep. fiasco, yeah, was pretty solid. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah, like, There's nothing mean, wrong with it. If you think about how hard it would be to rotoscope his face, you'd have yep. to literally rebuild his face from the, the forehead down. Yeah. Because yeah. all of the movements that are associated with your cheeks and whatnot. Yeah. So I can I can look past that. Yeah. Especially since that was during reshoot time. You don't you're not having, you know, like a year to render this out or yeah, no. you know, you have like what, six months to do it. Yeah. I can look past that. But look, I thought the CGI was fine on him. Mm, yep. Given some close up shots. Okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely his he was bland. Mm. Um like costume wise, there was yeah. a lot of Zack Snyder muted colours. Yeah. Um but look, as a villain,
0: I just didn't feel the <gasps> in, Like it was just like threat. there's a guy here and he's trying to collect mm. things. Like I feel like he was perfectly fine
2: in the sense that he's just a big, strong guy who has no regard for Earth. I mean, yeah. one of his lines is like,
0: "and some axe that's really powerful," but it was never discussed. Mm. Yeah, the axe in his hand.
2: Yeah, like um, mm. I think it, it's very. It, the person I saw this with said he's kind of like Ultron. He was just like you know um this per this kind of villain who had no regard for humanity whatsoever and just yeah. wanted to destroy it. And mm. that's all he wants to do. So in that regard, I think he was okay. But agreeing with you, Andrew, just um, there was no threat. Mm. I didn't feel threatened by him. There was yeah. no yeah. urgency to let, we have to go to defeat Steppenwolf because the world's going to end. It was, yeah, and that's probably due to its lightness and tone. Yeah. I like. mm. But yeah, what uh, do you guys think?
1: Well, I I was going to say, this, this CGI thing actually gets down to um, the CGI market in Hollywood, like apart from Industrial Light and Magic and maybe Waiter and... Waiter, yeah. Maybe some other big ones. See, like these production houses, like digital... Effects um, houses. Yeah, thank you. Uh, they come and go. Like I remember someone, the guy who accepted the award for, I think it was the um, CGI in Life of Pi. Yeah. The company was bankrupt as it, he was accepting well, they, the award. They didn't get paid
2: yeah. by them. By and Huxley. it's
1: this, It's they get these these digital um, oh. houses come and go and they rise and fall and you look at the credits of any movie and it's like digital effects buy and there's like a dozen companies was- mm. because they get, mar- they get thrown out and who's got the cheapest and blah, mm. blah, blah, So you have this weird mix of some people doing these graphics and some people doing those and then it's like some of the CGI, which us is so impeccably flawless that you would never even know that it was CGI. Mm. Yeah. Then gets like, that's fine. And you mm. get, you know, everyone's just complaining about, you know, someone's moustache is, isn't covered up. But anyway, (laughs) that's Father Point. One of the things that I actually wasn't a big fan of is that is the character portrayal sorry, certain aspects of the character portrayal of the Flash. Yes. Okay. He gets introduced and they don't say this explicitly, but they very implicitly imply that he is autistic. He says, I don't have any friends and you know, I can't like people interact with each other and he, he makes his very I can't remember exactly what it is but he makes this very specific statement yeah. about how he doesn't understand how people work
0: yeah. he socially struggles
1: yeah mm. and then there's nothing else to do with that now if his character quirk is that he doesn't doesn't like dealing with people great that's fine mm. don't make it so explicit that he doesn't he doesn't understand how people work yeah. and if you are wanting to portray him as someone who's autistic and bring that as a, an element and bring it to light. Brilliant, fantastic, you're mm. going well, but then actually follow on with it, Yeah, I think, because then he says some other scenes which don't really line up with it. Yeah, Am I just being oversensitive with that? No, or what I do you well, think
0: you're correct. From, from my point of view, you are mm. correct. And yeah? I feel the whole, the whole origin of The Flash is, he is he's a genius. He's a yeah. forensic scientist. And this, he's, he's just some kid in a lair. With yeah. computers.
2: Yeah, well, that's definitely this interpretation. Yeah. Like, he's not the Flash we all know and love. But then like, my... He's definitely learning the ropes. Yeah. Like
0: my, my question is because if you know the storyline of the Flash, he gets struck by lightning at the forensic lab, mm. and that's how he gets his powers. Mm. He has yeah. his powers, and he's not a forensic scientist. So how yeah. does yeah. he get so a,
2: his... There is a bit of a flaw there.
0: Yeah, how does he get... Well, that's
2: just, I well, just think, just different interpretation for the universe.
0: Yeah, I just want to know what it is.
2: Yeah, it's the same way that... um. Actually, no, don't worry. <laughs> well, yeah. So I
1: just thought that they, it seemed like a very specific scene okay. that he explained how he doesn't understand people. And then they didn't kind of follow on with it. Mm-hmm. And and look, that that would be the one thing about the Flash. Yeah. Idiotic. Like everything yeah. else that they did yeah. about him was awesome. brilliant. Like mm. he was portrayed well. He was funny. He was this great singular character amongst yeah. a very serious cast. And he, like, it was Flash was actually one of my favorite characters in the movie. So that's yeah. the one thing.
2: My favorite scene probably is when, um, when Superman comes back. Yep. Uh, when he's resurrected. Um, and the Justice League end up fighting them because Superman's yeah. all confused and whatnot. He's yes. like. Um,
0: when he taps into the speed. Oh, for man. Oh, so when,
2: when the Flash is, is, is trying to flank behind him, basically. And there's this slow motion shot of Superman's holding them. And then you just see his eyes just dart to the corner, like, like the, the corner of his eyes, and, and yeah. he just catches a flash. That scene was yeah, flipping he see, sick. It, man. Yeah,
1: that was, oh my goodness, that was like, because it's was happening good, in slow mo yeah, as well. Yeah. And the you music's see his, going. Uh, and you it's see like, his eyes, because oh. they don't just turn straight away. They just kind of like turn a bit, and you're like, wait, him. did yeah. I just, and yeah. then he turns them more, and you're like, oh my goodness, he can, and then his head turns, yeah. and then he just lets these guys go, and he just moves towards a flash, and you're like,
0: oh my goodness. And you can see in the flash's face, like, is he looking at me yeah, yeah, right yeah. now? Because- yeah, this
1: sudden realisation that he... Because when the Flash goes into... The, like, he starts running, he's in the Speed Force, he's very much alone, and yeah. he's Well, to he him, is everyone, is,
0: everyone is everyone stood still. Exactly. He is the only thing moving because he is that fast. Yeah. And mm. To have someone else be like, I see you in the corner of my eye moving.
1: Mm. Move so fast and be more powerful, that's that kind of... Mm. Like, every single time I was like, if Superman hits him, he's going to be, like, destroyed.
0: I am honestly so glad that they put that in the movie because reading the comic books and watching it as a kid on on the cartoons and stuff that was always an element in those Mm. like superman and the flash could run next to each other yeah and Mm. they could keep up with each other because Mm. they were both just as fast as each other obviously the flash is the fastest man alive yeah but that was a really good Mm. aspect that they threw in there the i don't you and me agree with this we talked about it afterwards the flash's running sequences or awesome I disagree. Why? <laughs> why were his legs what? running out yeah. like this?
2: I lo- I loved him. Yeah. They weren't he's running out. He's just going like that.
0: But he, he was so like rubber man like, running.
1: The, the scene, like the visual style of the scenes was great. Yeah. But Him running, he had his like arms and legs like flailing just, all over the place. Just his
0: arm. He's just running like no. That. No. He, you have a look no, at his go legs. Go back and watch him. Look at his legs. His legs are like out <laughs> like this. Because you know you got the DC uh, the the CW Flash and he's running like a sprinter like all. Tight end, running fast. But this he was just like, yeah. I'm just I'm still kind of figuring this out. Kinda of yeah. Well, that's him, yeah. Yeah. So but, but that, look, that was my only issue. But
1: again, that like that's a small part that I Very small with. part. <laughs> I was mm. like, if that like okay, yeah. I'm gonna find that
2: a bit funny. Each that's just time the comic book it, fans in nice, us, really. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. What yeah. do we think of Superman as well in this film? So good. That- I really, <laughs> really enjoyed the light this the Richard Donner Superman, yeah. As soon as that's just the hopeful Superman, like, don't get me wrong, I love the Man of Steel and Batman v Superman story Mm. arcs. I mean, more human, like, um, really, I mean, Christopher Nolan esque Superman, yeah. I mean, Christopher Nolan co
0: wrote the script. I could see this Superman once he was alive again and at the farm, standing Mm -hmm. in in the fields and stuff like that. He just seemed happier Mm. as opposed to the two Supermans that we've seen previously, Mm. where he's a little bit broody honest and he's yeah. not he's still not quite sure why he's here
2: and even just having the colors on his suit just brighter oh makes fantastic just the mm. yeah and even um his his fight scenes were awesome yeah like um just really like the nailed superman yeah
0: can we uh, quickly mention the wonder woman sequence at the very oh, start with the dude, with, with the machine sick. gun and her stopping yeah, all the and bullets she's just stopping it with a yeah, that yeah. was fantastic, man. That was apparently blew my mind.
2: that screen. That, oh, sorry, screen. Scene was supposed to be longer, but they cut it. Yeah, it really? Fantastic. Yeah, which I'll get into a second. Well, uh, yeah. yeah,
1: let's. I think actually going through character by character is actually a good choice, but I'm going to yep. stick on Superman for a bit. The scene where he wakes up, just to get back to that, mm. was wonderful because it showed the Justice League that, like, if Superman were to turn, like, everyone would be stuffed. Mm hmm. And it was this really good scene of of really displaying Superman's raw power of yeah. like you take on the other five in the Justice League or in this particular incarnation of the Justice League and you're still be- like you're yeah. still more powerful than all of them. It was, yeah. it was very very good, yeah. very good scene.
2: I enjoyed the opening to the film. Batman, very Arkham esque.
0: That was that mm. scene where he stood on top of the little gargoyle oh, looking at so- the criminal grab- grabbing his bag full of goodies. Yeah. that's Batman.
2: Yeah, oh, that's so Batman
0: good. in the dark with the rain. Mm. He's like, I know you can see me because mm. I'm watching you. Yeah, I'm coming for you. Yeah. oh fantastic. that was
2: that was written by Joss Whedon. That scene, really? Yes, oh, it man. was confirmed the other day. It was written by Whedon. Wow. Mm. Um,
0: but then Batman leaves the criminal up there once he gets the information that he wants.
2: Don't get me started on just like and, and how he's like talking to Alfred. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and he says, "Oh hi." Alfred in yeah. front of the
1: criminal. You're like, yeah. uh, gee, I wonder. I mean, like, great,
2: great scene, but that's, yeah. that, that's just the comic book fandom. Yeah, sorry. I'm yeah, seven from. Um, All right, Wonder Woman. Yeah, I mean, we already talked about it. That scene was flipping sick. That fantastic. was fantastic. Can I say, there
1: was? We said this in like our very first episode. Like Wonder Woman was so good because it was this, uh, this female-led character directed by a female. So many things were good. I know what you're gonna go into. Yeah, yeah, you're I gonna know. get. To I know what
0: you're gonna talk about too. the yeah.
1: fact that there are like a million scenes of her butt in this movie. Oh wait, I didn't. And like that. her tops are like so low cut.
0: I didn't notice that. Really, honest, I didn't notice that. Oh, I like not. just
1: like there was the one
2: where she just like swipe kissed someone, but that's yeah, it. that's the only yeah. one I noticed. Well,
1: there's the one where she goes to meet Cyborg for the first time, and it's just like this slow pan around her butt it, when she's getting off the Batwing. Mm. You like you can see cheek. And then, like, all her tops are just so low cut. And you're like, this is such a shame considering Wonder Woman was proving that you don't need to sexualize this main character in order for it to be well no. received. Huh. I didn't. That, I okay. Didn't notice Again, it. maybe I'm just being too sensitive. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I didn't
2: notice it. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice the low cut tops and stuff like that.
1: But did, did you notice they redesigned the Amazonians' costumes? As I did. Well? Which, no, that I,
0: which I'm glad was A select few. A very well, select yes, it few. Was a you saw, select it few. wasn't like. Here Everyone's, you go. We've changed everything. Everyone has like a crop
2: top armor. Yeah, yeah they changed, like, they but changed but the armor to a bikini. Basically. But if
0: you if you notice that when the people at, like if the Amazonians on horses, like the general army, mm. were still in their full armor, it was just the people get, protecting the mother box that were in that different uniform. Yeah. yeah, So it's probably just different factions of the army. That's how I would interpret it. That was I, a, I didn't it's still. I didn't sexualize it. Section, like that, yeah, like, I didn't sexualize it myself. I was just like that's a different branch of the army. No,
1: but if it's it. still armor, like, it's still pointless armor, if that's the case. You've got to remember,
0: this mother box has been sat there for a thousand years, and they're just like, well, look, you guys don't have to wear armor
1: while you protect it. No, I'm, <laughs> wait, hang on, I'm going to challenge you on that one, because if you've got, like, you know, 30 bow women yeah. at the ready, yeah. then why would they all be completely ready to go, and yet the people at the door are like, ah, oh, we don't need to wear armor that protects, you know, our vital organs.
0: I don't know. I, don't I, know.
1: I think that was a bit... I, I feel justified that the internet blew up a bit about that redesign.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we need to find out who designed the costumes. Not the Michael Wilkinson yeah. directed the costumes. I'm directed. Design designed the, the costumes. costumes. Well, there you go. It was a yeah. male.
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. That is exactly and what was everyone was hanging for Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well.
0: uh, who's next? Aquaman? Or have we talked about Aquaman? I
2: uh, actually. We have a bit, but anyway, Aquaman. Um, his kind of story arc where he's like, just doesn't care about Atlantis at all. Yeah. Mm. He just wants to be his own person. He just does. Well, that how was he, pretty cool. That's how he mm. was
0: in the comics at the start, like his origin. He, he didn't know who he was or where he came from. So yeah. why would he care about a place he didn't know about? Mm. And, cool. uh, but the thing for me was he goes down to the sea, protects the mother box with um Who's that chick? Mera. Mera. Yeah. Protects it with her. And then all of a sudden he comes and save the Justice League from this massive wave with his, all his armor and Triton.
2: Yeah, because at the end um he was like, oh can you hook me up? He didn't say can you hook me up with some armor, but yeah, there was something along those lines. Okay, I didn't I like I missed that bit. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um,
1: um I I really like how they've portrayed Aquaman because he is kind of the butt of the jokes of DC universe. Oh yeah. Um so it's not anymore. Well no now, it it. now he massive. is now he is a Formidable yeah. character, and mm. I'm like, I'm really excited. In fact man, now I was excited he, before, and I'm more so now.
0: Whoever made the decision for him moving in the water, brilliant decision. It just looks like he's flying mm. in yeah. the water. You know, mm. he's not swimming or paddling, or anything. he's just. It yeah. yeah. he looks like he's just yeah. bursting through the water, like yeah. like Superman would fly through the sky. Yeah, that's how he looks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, Very I'd agree.
2: Good. Also, what Tyson said before is that this film is maybe more excited for the future. Mm. The f- like the future DC films, yeah. I, Flashpoint, like Aquaman film next year. See,
0: Flashpoint yeah. is a perfect place for them to, if they want to, mm, just soft re- reboot, yeah, the obviously. whole yeah. entire universe, mm. yeah. You know? Um, because these
2: characters, I just really enjoyed them throughout this film. I don't think we'll see another Justice League movie for a while, though. I don't. Well, here's, um, well, I've actually
1: got the timeline here. Yeah. Should we go through it now? or Should we go through it well, a bit later? I just want to
2: say, here's an interesting is that originally DC planned for Justice League Part 1 and Justice League Part 2 Mm. so Zack Snyder and Chris Tuero the writer planned for a two part yeah. So okay. Steppenwolf was going to be first, yep. leading up to Dark. Hang Zone on, sorry. Part as two. in
1: back to back, or as in like the
2: Avengers, like, like Avengers kind of one and Avengers, two, yeah, okay. 1 and okay. 2 yep. yeah. Justice League. 1 so and this 2. Yeah. Avengers Part Two would have come out. Sorry, Avengers Justice League Part Two would have come out in twenty nineteen. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
0: Which would have been Darkseid. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So what's interesting is that we don't get any post-credit scene of Darkseid, nope. nor do we get an actual physical look at Darkseid. It's just dropped yeah. name dropped one time. Yeah. Name and which
0: wasn't even. Uh, face on him coming out of his mouth. It, yeah, it was like it was a, dub. Like a yeah. dub. Yeah, Yeah, it was mm. a dub.
2: So just interesting. I think that um, obviously they did some meddling after the reception of Batman v Superman. Yes. And I think you've also got Infinity War coming out next year, where you've got a very similar villain Thanos. or Thanos. Yeah. Similar to Dark Side.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah. I just think very interesting. I don't think we're going to see mm. Dark Side for a while if yeah the future of well, Look the DCEU how long it's taken EU us to comes. get to Thanos. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's definitely going to take a while. And which. Makes it seem weird, that step in the villain, I feel like. Yeah. But, mm. you know, you can't really get past that in pre-production. No. It definitely feels like it was a, there was a two arc. Mm. And yeah. also that um, there's a lot more kind of, excuse me, intended depth for the characters. Yeah. Um, which Zack Snyder had proposed. Mm. Yeah. Thus, why there's like a Zack Snyder cut petition online. Which, which he's- To already, cut him. No, no, no. no, no, no like, his like, director's, the, like his director's, director's cut. cut. Yeah. Oh, like on the gosh, ultimate, yeah, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. And even he, I think he's come Sorry, out yeah, now I and said, said yeah, chocolate. I'd like to yeah, do like it. it. Stuntman, the cinematographer, they've all mm. come out, and this song, it's crossed like a 1, 100,000 signatures. That'd
1: be very interesting to see if that were the case. Well, yeah.
2: apparently it's supposed to be like a two and a half hour. Some people say two hours,
1: 20 minutes. Wow. Well, mm. um, do we want to talk about Cyborg quickly? Or I
2: love his subtle performance. Yes, okay. really the way really he spoke down here and... Yeah. Was yeah. very methodic with his movements. With yeah. his just, it was mm. really cool.
0: Mm. Really, really cool. And can we mm. mention the Flash and Cyborg digging up a grave? That was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the yeah. heck? I mean, which is this and movie, doing it slowly as yeah. well. Random. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it's
1: like, why isn't the Flash just digging this up? Cyborg
0: yeah. can change his arm into like a big scoop and just pick it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which like, is
1: just, and then when and then when Flash like puts his shovel down, he like hits the grave, and they look at each other, it's like. We what, what were you expecting? Yeah. At the like, bottom. yeah. <laughs> it should be like, oh, yep, got it. Cool.
2: And <laughs> it just has a lot of, the film has heart. Anyway, it has yeah. comedy, which yeah. is what it, oh, yeah. oh, I it agree. made for such a more enjoyable experience. And yes. the
0: Superman and Flash race at the end.
2: Yeah. Let's yes. talk those mm-hmm. questions real quickly. That was, yeah. that was a little like comic book fulfillment. Type oh, thing. I was so happy when that's that happened. Old, yeah.
1: That's like that old school since like, yeah. I remember that being the, the argument before I even started reading comics was like, oh, who would like, who would win yeah. in Batman? That's Batman in Superman versus the Flash. Yeah. Um, they did
0: it in a cartoon series once the Flash and Superman raced each other for charity. Yeah. While they were racing each other, all these things started happening around the world that they had uh, to go and sort out.
2: Interesting. It was very just... Um, Joss Whedon did that, surely. Yeah. It's, it's very it's, good. It was very quirky, Joss Whedon.
1: Um, Second. So we haven't actually spoken about Batman as a character yet.
2: Um, I mean, we're talking about...
0: Briefly, like his opening briefly, scene, like his opening but scene. But I found mm-hmm. he's still not my Batman.
2: Really yeah. interesting. I really enjoy Ben Affleck's performance as Batman.
1: I really enjoy Ben Affleck's performance. There are certain elements, and I'm certain it has to get down to writing mm. that I'm not a big fan about. Let me give you an example. One of the one of the key staples of Batman is that you know he can go toe to toe with Superman. He can go toe to toe with anyone, and he'll always win because he's bet, like yeah, he's yeah. thought it out more. Mm. A great example of this in Justice League is when he says. I've got a contingency. I'm ready. And mm. when Superman comes out, and this is actually a scene that is used in um, uh, Hush Volume 1, one of the comics, is where Superman is like ready to kill Batman and then Batman's organized for Lois Lane to come out. Yeah. And that's his contingency because Superman's connection to Lois Lane is so strong that it mm. basically snaps him out. Mm. And so that I thought was like, that is perfect, yeah. iconic Batman. Mm. It's yeah. like, I thought about this. Yeah, yeah more than like more than anyone else. Yeah. Mm. But then there were other scenes with Batman that I was like, he hasn't thought like this. Yeah. He would have known, he would have prepared for this. He would have had this all in place ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, that yeah. is the one thing about him that I think is lacking a bit. Yeah.
0: There was a lot of scenes where I felt he, even he was surprised about what was happening. And yeah, Batman, he wouldn't even ask a question. He didn't know the answer to, mm. you know, yeah. he's always so ahead of the game. It, 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 it is a little bit frustrating for me to watch Ben Affleck. And you can tell Ben Affleck is like, why can't I be funny?
2: Mm. Why do I have to be serious
0: yeah, all the time? a couple of those yeah. Joss
2: Whedon little.
1: All right, but you, you Zach, seem to have a, a rebuttal to this. Yes. What do you think about oh, Batman? No. Do you-
2: I, look, I agree. I just look, his performance in Batman v Superman, I enjoyed a lot more than, than mm. in this film. Yep. That kind of real Dark Knight okay. returns, gritty Batman. I mean, his redemptive story arc in this one is not unlike it. But I feel like in order to make it more, um, like, pay off better, you have to go back and change Batman v Superman. Mm. Cut out Doomsday completely and make actually, Bat- be Bat- make Batman be the one that kills Superman because mm. he has that much guilt, that much more guilt in which, yeah. that, that's what would mm. turn his head around. Yeah. Um, but look, you really can't change the past anyway. And you mm. can't
0: make Batman kill because then that just changes the whole yeah. play. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, that
2: would, that'd cause up and arms about the past. Yeah. Suit. But what was quite, I just want to add this quickly, um, yep. when he's got him by the throat and yeah, Superman's like, Superman's tell bad. me, yep. like, do you bleed? I swore Batman was going to say, Martha, just like as a joke, like to get it. It
0: would have been real bad. It would have been, been awful. Yeah. And no. then looked at the screen and winked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the final bat suit, that was. That was cool. Now it's hard for me to swallow. <laughs> what
2: the final bat suit?
0: Final bat suit with the goggles and everything. Owlman. It, it looks like Washington. someone put put him in the suit and then they pumped it up with some air. It looks like he could hardly walk in the thing. That's why you don't see him fight at all in like the final act. Mm-hmm. He's he just swinging around and kicking more of that Batman Arkham style combat. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. So good. So so good. good.
1: <laughs> well, can I tell you this is the current proposed timeline of Sorry, is there anything else we want to go to? Before? Oh, just the post-credit scene.
2: <laughs> the, oh, yeah. the, the final so post-credit scene. Actually, of course, how could I miss that? Keep going. <laughs> Um, so, basically, if you didn't stick around for it, could you? Nah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, it starts out, it's way after the credits. Um, it starts out in Arkham Asylum, and basically all the prisoners are getting out for like lunch or whatever. Yeah. Know. And it's like, Luthor, Luthor, come out of your cell. Goes into cell, turns out it's not Luthor, it's just another bald guy. Um, and then we cut to a shot of, like, um, kind boat. of, yeah, a boat. Yeah, a boat. Not a, a yacht, a boat. A boat, yes. but a close-up of, like, kind of two katanas on someone's back. And, and like a, little a
0: little ribbon flickering in the yeah, back of the head. and you're like...
2: Yep. Holy flip! That's
0: Deathstroke. I remember yeah. straight away grabbing Tyson and going, "Deathstroke! Deathstroke!" Yeah. <laughs> that's um, right. He grabbed me
1: across the chair that my wife was sitting in, <laughs> and was like, "Oh my
2: goodness!" <laughs> um, and then get on the boat, find out that Lex Luthor's escaped, and he's mm. chilling there, a lot more cold and
0: calculated. That was that's the Luthor we wanted. I mm. mean,
2: to be honest, we can't really tell of what thirty seconds of footage, yeah. but um, I just liked it a bit more. Yeah, I'm being mm. very mm. hypocritical, but yeah. you know, I just it was very. Cold, calculated, toned down. It's not like mm.
0: ha, mm, not very mm. riddlerish. Yes,
2: um, yeah. And basically, he's just like, "Yo, Superman's alive." wish should just create a league of our own. That's the abridged version. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then Deathstroke takes his helmet off. Oh. But...
0: And what Man- is it, Slade? Slade Wilson. Slade Wilson. Slade Wilson. Joe, what's his name? Joe, Joe Manganiello.
2: Joe Manganiello. Man, oh, I got chills. His Perfect. hair is <laughs> white
0: so good oh man I cannot wait yeah, yeah. and, and, which and means... this
1: again just gets back to me being like I am so excited for mm. what they are building for yeah
2: this. which means you know surely Justice League 2 if it gets made going to be in Justice League yeah. oh yeah which means that they'll have surely they'll grab Joker and Harley Quinn mm. they can Black Manta from, um, from Aquaman. Aquaman
0: and then they'd have to get Cheetah for- Cheetah
2: and then Lex Luthor probably rounds it out mm. Le- if Lex
0: Luthor makes that suit to fight Superman yeah just oh even
2: goodness. yeah i just hope his performance improves mm. look cause I, I didn't mind it personally i also think it's very interesting
1: that you've got well in this particular setup batman a human who's just very smart leading one side of superpowered beings and lex luther a human who's very smart just leading another superpowered group of beings yeah mm. it's very interesting there
2: mm. Mm. yeah all right let's go on to slate sorry well, yeah, we're taking our time with this. So we've
1: yeah. got this is what this is the proposed DC EU timeline as of what is currently up on IMDb, um, and I'll put this this link up there. So, 2013, Man of Steel. 2016, we had BVS, Dawn of Justice, and Suicide Squad. 2017, we had Wonder Woman and Justice League. This is what's slated at the moment. 2018, Aquaman. Pumped. 2019, Shazam. Mm. Interested. Mm. Also in 2019, Wonder Woman two. Yep. Suicide Squad two. Yep. And then. An unknown date is when Justice League 2 is down there for as well. Mm -hmm. Next, we then have Cyborg in 2020. Yeah. Which we are now three years out from when he gets introduced. Mm -hmm. An unknown date is a untitled Superman project. Mm -hmm. And then, again, confirmed in 2020, or at least according to this, Green Lantern Corps, Mm -hmm. Flashpoint. So, Mm -hmm. now, that's the next time the Flash appears. Yeah. And then following that, this is what I think is actually quite interesting. So, these are unknown dates, but they're essentially slated after... Batgirl. Joss, Vin- Joss, Whedon, Joss Whedon Batgirl. Yep. The Batman. Gotham City Sirens. Yep. Justice League Dark. Yep. Nightwing. Black Adam. Yep. Deadshot. Yeah, An untitled Joker Harley Quinn project. Now, out of these unknown 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 of them are all Batman related yep. or Batverse kind of thing. It's
2: Interesting. The Mm. In my opinion, I mean, probably the most well known, most identifiable villains.
1: Mm. I think they're just well created. I think it's interesting. I'm interested to see how they go with this, especially considering, like, Cyborg and, like, the Flash doesn't appear again in any movie. Or at least he's not slated to, according to these um, what I read. To
2: be honest, it'll probably get bumped up, I reckon. Well, yeah, he's. Yeah,
1: and, like, so Cyborg and Flash don't appear again until 2020. Like, that's yeah. a long time without I think those coming will be back to these characters. Cyborg.
2: That- will be put... So, to interrupt you, Andrew, but um, Cyborg will probably be heavily featured in Flashpoint. Yeah. I don't think... But
1: Flashpoint's also the same year, 2020.
2: It is, but... I think that you know, Justice like, League 2 won't be there. They'll remove him. They'll remove his solo film. I don't think... Yeah. I think they'll just... Oh, okay. he's, he's already heavily involved in Flashpoint, which mm-hmm. um, Gal Gadot has been confirmed, and so is Momoa as well.
1: There's also a poster for Flashpoint at the moment already up. Yeah. Which, I don't know if that's official or not. It's, but just, it looks it's like, literally
2: like just the logo with... Flash no, there's,
1: well, there's there's a it's got the flash and a female joker in there. Oh, it Must be just a fan made. Well, sure, I think man. so because yeah, it's, it's got to be fan. Low quality. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, surely this can't be real. Yeah. Anyway, it's interesting. DC EU timeline. Yeah.
2: Look, probably what I'm most pumped for, just because I'm a Batman fan, is Matt Reeves Batman. Yeah. Getting to this for a second for future. Um, and the Nightwing film by Chris McKay. Mm. Yeah. I flip Can't wait for that. And everything else, I'm just super pumped for. Yeah. Again, I just think. With the recent box office performance, um, what it'll be interesting over the next two weeks to see what announcements WB make yeah. over the, regarding the future of this, because I think yeah. there's a lot of potential. They're letting the directors do what they want to do, yeah. reportedly. Um, mm. It's, I mean, this film's been a palate cleanser. I've been been a palate well, cleanser,
0: but it hasn't made the money that they were expecting it to yeah. make. That's that's the that's always going to play a factor. Yeah, and you know, Warner Brothers might just be like, right, we need to rethink this. Yeah, I
2: mean, and they've got. What's good is that Jeff Johns and John Berger are at the helm instead of... I mean, because you know, Zack Snyder and co. have kind yeah. of been like... Their creative control has been very much constricted since yeah. Batman v Superman: Suicide Squad. So. Yeah. Yeah, looks
1: interesting. interesting. Well, discussion. why don't we move into our future segment? Because, mm. Andrew, you want to talk about The Batman for the future. There's yeah, the Batman been for some the news future. about it.
0: Yeah, because I, I don't have a film for The Future. I couldn't find anything <laughs> that resonated with me to be like, oh, I'm excited for this. But, yeah. you know, there's been a lot of talk about Ben Affleck wanting a graceful exit from The Batman. Yeah, You know, he's only done two films and now he's already had enough, which is to, to Interesting. Each their, to each their own. Uh, It is. It is a daunting task to play a character like that. It Mm. it requires a lot of questions, yes, which can be annoying. Mm -hmm. You've seen lots of interviews, which he stated, yeah, which you can see in a lot of interviews where he's just like, "Can you just not ask me that question?" (laughs) You know. So I think the director for the next, I think he's doing a trilogy.
2: Matt Reeves, yeah, reportedly, 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 Warner Brothers want him to do a trilogy. Yeah, a trilogy of Batman movies. A trilogy Mm. of
0: Batman movies, and he's already come out and said, "I want." Someone else to be Batman, and he wants Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, if oh
2: yeah. Well, here's the actually interesting thing because the report came out that um, if bat if Ben Affleck steps away, he wants Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And then I read one I think yesterday, and I was like no, 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 no. He wants Jake Gyllenhaal as he's Batman. Yeah. For sure.
1: And I have had many discussions Sorry, Jake, with Jake Gyllenhaal, as in,
2: as in Jake Gyllenhaal.
0: Like Bob oh Boy.
2: As in Donnie Darko. Yeah. Southpaw. Yeah. Zodiac. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> in, um, just also for context, Matt Reeves has directed Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Warful Planet of the Apes, and Cloverfield. Yeah. So he's a, he's a very accomplished director. I yes. think well. Yes. Yeah. I, I, lo- I love the um, Dawn and Warful Planet of the Apes. I really enjoy it. Yeah,
0: them. they are unbelievable, those mm. movies. I really like how dark they are.
2: Mm. And what's even cooler. Yeah, yeah, that, okay,
1: yeah, that's what I thought. He's also in Source Code. And, he is. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I, Interesting. Like I've said to you over the last two weeks, we've been talking over Facebook, but mm. I think this is a phenomenal casting. Yeah. I think he'll be brilliant. Because he's not huge. He's not a yeah, big man. I see it. Yeah. He's he's slender. And for me he can get big though. He, he, since like, he can get bigger. Yeah. He can get like Christian Bale big. Yeah. You know, that's the perfect Batman size for me. The very first Japan? Batman. Okay, yeah. That was the perfect like Michael Keaton size or yeah, so, <laughs> What's the matter with you? For me for me, Batman's always the guy who has his cloak over him, yeah, his man. arms inside the cloak walking around. Yeah. I've still not seen that Batman yet. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. Batman adoration we've had is big. Capes over the back, walking around with his arms Honestly, out. Yeah. You want someone quiet, walking mm. in the dark and scary.
2: Yeah, which I think is what this film's gonna do, because yeah. he's come out and said that he wants to do he wants to focus on the world's greatest detective aspect yes. of him. Yeah. That's and, what we want. And he wants um he he's been looking at a lot of David Fincher films such Ooh. as Seven, Zodiac, um, Gong Elf, for that really kind of noirish thriller, real dark, yeah. which I, I think couple that with the combat style of Batman v Superman, like sold. Yeah, scene, I'm you know. sold. I'm dead. Well, I think yeah. it's
1: interesting with this idea of recasting because it's after, at the moment, it's slated after Flashpoint. Mm. And for anyone who doesn't know, in the comics, Flashpoint is like a rebooting semi of the DC Reboots. universe. So yeah. it, would, it would be a good opportunity for them to recast mm, and do this whole thing. So yeah,
2: because I thought that um, he was going to do like a prequel, like before Batman v Superman with Jack Juneau. Now, yeah. I looked at his age He's 36, turned 37, so yep. by the time this film releases, he's going to be about 40, Yeah. well and truly the age of what mm. Batman is supposed to be. Yeah.
0: Yep. I've always seen Batman as about 35.
2: Yeah, right
1: about.
0: Yeah. That's how I- I've seen him that's as
1: timeless, because he should be, what, 140 by now?
0: <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> well, 75. Yeah. If yeah. you want to get in. Give or then, take. Well, then we're into uh, Dark Knight, then. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway. No, I'm, um, I'm so- I cannot yeah.
2: explain how pumped I am for
0: this. I yeah. hope it gets- better. If you've seen the war and- Is it- Which ones did you South do? Southpaw.
2: Also, oh. or what are you talking? Oh, are you talking but, about Matt Reeves? Matt Reeves, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dawn for
0: *Planet of the Apes*, Dawn and, and War, War for Dawn *Planet of War. the Apes*. Right. How gritty and dark they are, especially with Caesar and yes. how he interacts with everyone and approaches mm. every scene. He's, you can see he's always thinking, and mm. that's what Batman does. But
2: even just how, in the amount of depth in in those films, that, yeah, which he also have co written, yeah. And there's moments of like hardness, like it's just. Yeah they're, a yeah, they're great film. Mm. Yeah. I just
0: want there to be a Batman film where it you feel the fear of the criminals. Mm. Yeah. While Batman's after him, you want to be scared as well. So when mm. Batman takes someone out of the frame, yeah, oh goodness, what the hell was that? Like you, I want yeah. to be scared. Yeah. You know, not thr- like horror scary, but just like, I want it to make me jump. Mm.
1: What about so what do you think, just quickly with Batman, the, the scene in B V S where he goes in to save Martha where <laughs> See, I if we sorry. could get that fighting style, yeah. oh my goodness, I'll like that kind of like. Not tell you theory because you, in you cinema. feel like you feel that the villains are scared. Yeah, like and as like you know, as he like punches through the wall to like grab that dude and like pull him through. He's like just, that was very that's dark brutal. Yeah. yeah, it's
2: very dark. Knight, very Arkham Knight, just brutal yeah. Batman, which yeah. I love. Yeah, because if what you mean. look at the Dark Knight, trilogy, that very much
1: of like he's not going to kill someone, but he's going yeah. to break them.
2: Mm. Like even the fighting style in the Chris Nolan, um, they weren't all that like technical it was very much kind of like there's
0: one scene from the Mm. Nolan verse obviously the very first one Batman Begins where he he saves Rachel at the train station Rachel, you know and she she turns around and there's a guy coming up behind her and then when she turns back the guy's gone but there's Batman there with his cloak wrapped around him yeah And just like looking at it. When I saw that, I was just like, that's Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy, dark. He comes out of the shadows and he's just Mm. like, he looks like he's been waiting there for like three hours for you to rock Mm. up.
1: Yeah. 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 Which is exactly how I felt in the opening scene of Justice League. Yeah. Where you see him in the reflection. It's like, you know, he's been waiting there for three
2: hours. Yeah. "Yeah." (laughs) Three hours. Maybe not. Look, yeah. I reckon we'll probably get some news on this in Mm. the coming weeks, to
0: be honest. Yeah. Hopefully, he's pulled out of directing. No. (laughs) I just think, or just
2: in the, the DCEU in general. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, super pumped. Super pumped. All right. Well,
1: I'm going to move on to my future now, and I'm going to be talking about the untitled Deadpool sequel, keeping which at the moment is its official title. Yeah. <laughs> untitled Deadpool sequel. I'm also going to read the official yeah, su- so uh, funny. plot summary as supplied by 20th Century Fox. After surviving a near-fatal bovine attack, a disfigured cafeteria chef, Wade Wilson, struggles to find his dream of becoming Mayberry's hottest bartender while also learning to cope with the lost sense of taste. Searching to regain his spice for life, as well as a flux capacitor, Wade must battle the ninjas, the Yakuza, and a pack of sexually aggressive canines as he journeys around the world to discover the importance of family, friendship, and flavor. Finding a new taste for adventure and earning the coveted coffee mug title of world's best lover.
2: Do you know what a bovine actually is? cow it's a cow yeah <laughs> what the heck? it's i
1: now look in good conscience as this is trying to be a family friendly show i cannot say go and watch this trailer but
0: go watch it it's <laughs> go watch
1: it it is a very very funny uh, it was uh, it was like a thanksgiving teaser essentially mm-hmm. that they brought out yeah and my goodness, it's just so random. It's got Deadpool in, like, an afro in front it's, of a canvas. It, they're making fun of Bob Ross. Yeah, Bob yeah, Ross, the painter. It, yeah. And it's just... And he's there, and he's painting these canvases, and the canvases keep changing, and then he's just, like, extremely sexual and rude about the whole thing. But the way
0: it starts, is a blank canvas, and he gets, like, a big dab of yellow. Yeah. Like, yellow, and he starts painting the canvas yellow, and the next thing you know, <laughs> it's, like, these white, scene. white, snow-filled, glossy mountains. It's just like, yeah. what?
1: <laughs> and... And then interspersed just in the middle of this is suddenly like maybe five seconds or I'd ten, s- I'd seconds say about 10 seconds yeah, about of ten like seconds. footage from the film of just yeah. like cut, 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 snippets, yeah. And mm-hmm. then it goes back to him, <laughs> the canvas again. Yeah. And it's got like Deadpool it's with got, a like, Thanksgiving a turkey yeah. Yeah. handing it in front of the table. It's got all the characters there and, and it's cable. got Cable yeah. behind him, which we're all very excited for. And a picture of Stanley on the wall as well. Yeah, and I so, just yeah. noticed that. It looks very funny. I'm very Mm. excited for this. I am Mm. excited the fact that they are very much taking the superhero genre and they're taking Deadpool, who's very different within the comic book world anyway, and making these movies that are interesting and creative. And and that's the key thing. They are still being creative. Like, Mm. they aren't... It doesn't feel like they're taking Deadpool and doing it again. It feels like they're taking elements of Deadpool and making fun of them or rehashing them and they're making a creative new yeah. endeavor they're not redoing the first movie yeah. They're, they're, yeah. it's
0: more like you're continuing the first movie with the laughs mm. yeah
1: very yeah. meta mm. so yeah I'm, I'm excited for Deadpool mm. I think it'll be very good it's obviously going to be a
2: extremely R rated movie it'll probably be R rated again we'll see yeah. we'll see yeah. I'm pumped pumped mm. also right. shout out um, Julian Dennison from *Humphrey Woodle People in this movie yeah yes <laughs> looking forward We're to very seeing funny role. New Zealander kid yeah yep. um alright I'm last I'm gonna breeze through this sorry not breeze I'm gonna rush through this um so this what I brought to table is, is a film called A Wrinkle in Time mm-hmm. which is coming mm-hmm. to theatres 22nd of March 2018 in Australia mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so this is directed by Anna DuVernay mm-hmm. she's directed a documentary on Netflix called 13th about yep. um how the um law enforcement system is um detrimental to um black african-americans okay got nominated for um i've best seen it documentary. Actually, yeah. i just need to
0: go watch it yeah mm.
2: and she also directed a film called selma which was um about martin luther king and the um civil rights protests in 1956 hmm. so this film synopsis is as follows after the disappearance of her scientist father three peculiar beings send meg her brother and her friend to space in order to find him so this film stars chris pine Reese witherspoon Oprah Winfrey, Zach Galifianakis, Michael Penner, Storm Reed and Levi Miller. Mm. So even just from watching the trailer, you get a very you get a very good sense, um, it, it seems like it's gonna be a bit of a trippy film. Yeah. Like narratively playing with time on these mm-hmm. different interdimensions. But then also aesthetically as well. There's been some interesting shots, particularly of Chris Pine's character, where there's this really nice kind of um extra wide shots where there's just this block kind of Warmish kind of red, and just interesting mm. environment. The whole film just mm. screams really interesting. Yeah, and, um, different to me as the phone goes off.
1: It strikes me <laughs> as another Adventureland. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Sorry, Tomorrowland. that's the one. Yeah, Event? which no. is which is <laughs> yeah. what I, which is what I yeah I yeah. think
2: that, and I obviously don't want it to. Bomb as much as Tomorrowland, but which, it's, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Mm, to be it's just honest. a shame it bombed, it, yeah. yeah. It
0: wasn't anything against the film, it just no, no one came out to see it because everyone was like, What?
1: But yeah, but again, that very like there's these big wide shots, lots of symmetry, and yeah. like the mm. very like there's this shot in the trailer where like there's a bunch of kids outside and they're all bouncing basketballs, and there's like 30 of them, and they're all, all in sync, yeah. all in sync, and all the mums come out at the same time, say the exact same thing, and it's just very weird and trippy,
2: yeah. But it looks.
0: Do you think it's maybe just the first trailer to ro- rope you in for the next trailer?
2: I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's um. I will know. It is based off a book, a mm. bestseller, yes. um. By Madeleine L'Engle. There you go. Which mm. I could not tell you anything else that is written <laughs> off the top of my head. And I'm interested to see how um, what's her name? Um, Duvernay directs this film because obviously she come off the back of two very racially charged films. Yeah. Um, mm. This is, you know, a very family-friendly Disney adventure. Mm. Um, but look, I think she'll do fine. She's proven herself. Let's see what mm. she brings to the
0: table. Yeah.
1: I, I'm very interested because it looks like it's going to, it looks like it has quite a big budget. It and does. And they're putting it. a lot of work into it. plus mm. million, yep. Good character design, yeah. good yeah. set design. Yeah. It does. Um, good cinematography. Mm. Very excited about it. And I like. I like these kind of, like, let's take something and, take something that's kind of standard and make it really kind of trippy and weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's Surreal. a very vague. <laughs> Experimental. <laughs> mm. Experimental.
2: Yeah. Look, not a lot on that one. Sorry.
1: Well, that's it. The, yeah. tra- the first trailer only came out a couple of days ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, but i'm i, I haven't read the book round. have you read the
2: book i don't it's cuz i'm not like excited about this film i'm mm. interested interesting, like, i'll go yeah. see. i'm not like pumped out of my mind i've seen the trailer i've seen the posters and like, it it intrigues me Yeah. Mm. just the so, concept I, know, I imagine it'll be like
1: that's interesting so i was kind of i was kind of neither here nor there about it yeah. to, originally and now the trailers come out i'm like oh i'm actually more keen to see that now
0: yeah so exactly mm. cool
1: there you go Sweet. Well, any, any last thoughts, lads? Any, no, no, oh, not good. really,
0: good, good. Where yeah. can they find us, Tyson? Yeah.
1: Well, they can find us at SRTW Podcast on Twitter. Mm. Um, so come and uh, come and chat to us, talk to us, tell us what you think about everything we've done. So, as a reminder, this episode we have spoken about Unforgiven, Clint Eastwood Western. We've talked about Cleverman, the Australian superhero sci-fi. Um, TV series, and Ozark, the dark, greedy crime thriller Mm. um, by Jason Bateman on Netflix. We then spent a lot of time on Justice League and spoke about The Batman, what's Mm. happening there, the untitled Deadpool sequel, Mm. and A Wrinkle in Time. Yes. Come and tell us what you think. Let us know if you've liked those movies, what you thought about Justice League, because it does seem to be getting some weird mixed reviews.
2: I think that's critics, though. Well, yes, things, I like agree. The, the audiences have been enjoying it for what yeah. it is, but I think just critics.
1: Yeah, well, that's right. Well, that's the thing. So Metacritic has given it a, a, um, a 46, 46, and then um IMDb, which is a user rating, not critics, is up at like 7.6. So, there yeah. you go.
3: Anyway.
2: And then anyway. even like, sorry, just on, but like yeah. the Rotten Tomatoes score. Yep. So it's like 30, I think it's, is it, I think it's like 39% or something Rotten Tomatoes, and that the percentage is like how many positive reviews it's gotten Mm. yeah Or then something like 86% of the audiences like the film yeah so it's just another one of those so
1: I think it might be one of those critics aren't a big fan of it but audiences are classic DC Mm. yeah anyway so yeah come and and chat to us at SRTW Mm. podcast give us feedback yep tell us what you want let us know and uh, next episode we'll be having a special guest on and we'll be talking about the new Star Wars episode 8 so good interesting so We'll see you then. Uh, thanks for listening to us. Head on to iTunes. Give us a rating and review. It helps yeah. other people find us. Negative yep. or positive. Yep. And until then, I'm Tyson. I'm Andrew. And I'm Zach. And we'll see you next time on Screen Review Time Warp. Let's the Time Warp again. Welcome to Screen Review Time Warp. <laughs> I said squeen.
3: Squeen. <laughs>